Good morning and happy Monday! I'm Monica Wofford and this is your Monday Moment. In fact, it's three employee complaints bosses create, but also how to fix them. Now on Sirius XM Comedy Channel recently, I heard a comic say, we spend our entire life complaining about the exact same things. Now, this could be accurate perhaps for a number of parts of our lives, maybe work and certainly being a boss. Day in, day out, bosses complain of similar behavioral, performance-oriented, or attitudinal problems seen from the employees they lead. The company names change, the manager's names change, but these repetitive problems of most of at least our valued training clients often stay exactly the same. Thus, it's the most common employee complaints we hear that we'll address today and how the very bosses who make those complaints are often creating them. But no Monday moment would be complete without solutions as well. So take a note of how to also fix these common complaints. That is, if you really want them to go away, Employee complaint number one, employees won't get to the point. Now, how does a boss create this complaint? Well, by asking a question in an intimidating manner without being aware of how they're perceived and assuming there's only one right answer or right way to answer A little more on this complaint. Just last week, I heard a CEO describe employees that went around the bend to get to a point. He was a little frustrated, and he stated he never asked a question he didn't know the answer to and shared frustration about how employees couldn't give just an immediate answer, even if it was, I don't know. Now, this is likely innocent behavior and one many managers and leaders are familiar with and or have admitted, at least to me, doing. Yet innocent and effective are not synonyms. Does a leader need to surround himself with those who don't think or communicate in the same way he does? Yeah, in short, yes. In fact, absolutely. Or one creates the concept of groupthink if everyone's thinking the same and then becomes blinded by one's own believed brilliance. Leaders need a challenge. And employees also need to communicate. But if they're criticized and berated for bad news when they do, they'll stall until the cows come home to answer your question. Explain the style you prefer when others answer a question. And then look for the reasons that you might answer differently anyway. Or they might answer you differently anyway. It's likely not insubordination or ignorance, but more a way to somehow prevent the messenger from being the one who got figuratively shot. Employee complaint number two, employees don't demonstrate initiative. How does a boss create this complaint? Well, 
training employees to fear criticism for wrong decisions or wrong moves, and failing to train them on how to make good decisions versus simply follow directions. A leader motivated by getting things done strives to have a task completed quickly, and the most efficient way to do that is to give precise directions for employees to follow. This is not development. It's derailment of an employee with the potential to develop. Are you nurturing robots or your future succession plan? This is also dependent, however, on the employees the leader has surrounded herself with on the team. If the leader wishes never to be challenged or to be faced with the concept of not having the best idea or horrors being wrong, she might hire employees who are great order takers and followers, but don't seem to have a lot of initiative. Folks, you don't get to train them on how to follow your every waking word and then complain about them that they never deviate from any one of those very same words. Initiative means you want them to go it alone and then that means at times you actually have to leave them alone. <laughs> Employee complaint number three. Employees that they just don't get it. How does the boss create this complaint? Continuing to expect others to get things in the same manner, same speed, and same method of delivering the direction as they do. People who say yes to being a boss or manager or leader are often those same ones who have volunteered for these types of roles their whole lives. They're driven to lead, to compete, to be the best, to get to the top. And that's about 25% of our population. Notice how not everyone cares if they win. Notice how not everyone competes or drives a brand name or buys a label or works long hours to get ahead of some fictitious competition. Most of the world is just fine and dandy being a follower and being someone who does their job and goes home. And that's okay. If there were not these people, all the driven type A people would hurt each other. <laughs> but what does this mean for you? Well, this means that if you're a boss, you must stop insisting that Susie get the fact that there are 400 other details she missed if that's not how she thinks. You must stop demanding that Dustin show initiative before you tell him exactly what that means if it's not something that comes naturally to him. Now, at no point does that suggest that a leader should acquiesce and accept the fictional fact that all employees are just stupid. No, this is not that. A successful, effective, emotionally intelligent leader who cares will be curious why someone doesn't get it and will seek to find ways to get through so they do. I'm Monica Wofford, and that's your Monday moment. Have a great week, an even better Monday, and of course, stay contagious.